All right, the second clause that you should avoid 100% of the time, do not sign any wedding photography agreement that has this clause in it. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on my podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for learning today. I am honored that you are here. I would like to ask you for a favor to please help me grow. Could you please take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and please share that on your Instagram and tag either Complete Wedding Ed or Add a Girl Photo. I would like to remind you that this podcast correlates to a book that I recently wrote and uh, released on Amazon. You can find it by searching for The Complete Guide to Wedding Photography for Couples Getting Married, or you can find a link to buy that in the show notes. If you want to find out more about the book, you can also log on to completeweddinged.com. And there is also a growing Facebook group if you want to join that and interact with other couples who are learning There is a link in the show notes to the Facebook group as well, or you can search for it just by looking for complete wedding photography within Facebook. All right, so let's dive right into today's topic. I am going to cover three wedding photography contract clauses that you should avoid. The first one, um, this is probably the most popular that I would guess probably about 98 or better of wedding photographers include in their contracts. And I understand why. I am probably in the 1% or 2% of wedding photographers that does not have this in my contract because I actually think it's just a little bit pushy. The clause is basically feed me or else. And sometimes the contract even specifies that it can't be a vendor mill, that it has to be the exact same plate that all the other guests are receiving. And I will probably venture out to to say that that is because some vendor mills are not that good. I have only received a handful of vendor mills in my 11 plus years photographing weddings, and none of them were actually that good. Some of them were 
were cold sandwich, like boxed sandwich type meals. When I have received a quote unquote hot meal, it was not hot. It was served to me at almost room temperature. So I can completely sympathize with those photographers who are asking to be fed the exact same meal as the guests. And I want to preface this whole clause explanation with when you do feed your vendors, it is much appreciated. When I am fed by my couples, it is appreciated immensely because we are taking care of a million and one things on your wedding day. And we are planning for and worrying about and trying to avoid a million other things on your wedding day. And when you feed us, that is one less thing that we have to worry over. So it is very much appreciated. And I understand why a lot of photographers and other vendors demand to be fed because that's one less thing that they have to worry about or pack for on your wedding day. But I don't think that that is something that we should demand. And I'll repeat, this is something that I do not demand of my clients. I do know that when most photographers, that when this is stipulated in their contract, that they specify that if they are not fed at your wedding, that they reserve the right to leave your reception for an hour to eat. That they actually have written in their contract that if you do not feed them, that they reserve the right to actually leave the property for up to one hour to feed themselves and their staff. Who knows what could happen in that hour that they're gone just to give you an example, I was shooting a wedding once where there was a, I'm using air quotes, you can't see me, but there was a quote unquote wedding planner who was a friend of the bride who was not doing a very good job at planning the wedding on the day of. And my staff and I were eating dinner when we were supposed to be eating dinner You know, we have our removed our cameras from our body. So we are not equipped to jump up and start taking pictures, but we are eating and we are trying to hurry. All of a sudden we hear someone come on the mic, start making the toast to the couple. And this is something that needs to be photographed. So we have to jump up, put our cameras back on and go start working. We completely abandon our dinner and go back to work. Had we been a photographer who had not been fed, who had had it written in their contract that they were going to leave for an hour, they would have missed these toasts that were not taking place at the correct time in the timeline. At this point, the timeline was just complete willy-nilly. Things were happening when there was no rhyme or reason. And the photographers who had elected to leave your reception, they would have missed this. That is an example of why you should really reconsider signing a contract that has that clause in there, feed me or else. For the record, my wedding contract doesn't say that you have to feed me. It just has to say, hey, two weeks before your wedding day, let me know if you're going to feed me. Just email me, text me, call me and say, hey, yes, Tammy, you're getting a plate or I'm sorry, but I won't be able to feed you. And depending what you tell me, 
I'm going to be super thankful that you are feeding me, or I am going to make arrangements to pack some sort of a dinner for myself, whether that be protein bars, sandwiches, cold pizza, cold chicken tenders, something. I am going to take something to your wedding night so that I can make sure I am full of nutrition so that I continue to work without passing out or getting lightheaded or dizzy or nauseous or whatever. I can continue to work to my full potential. You only get one wedding, so let's make it count with a great party. Don't just hire a DJ, hire the right DJ. Gains Entertainment. Winston can also help you before your big day by hosting a virtual trivia party anywhere in the world to help your wedding party or your two uniting families to bond and have some fun getting to know each other. Contact Winston for more information at 210-995-3626 or on the web at Gaines, G-A-I-N-E-S, entservices.com. That's gainsentservices.com. You can also search on all the social platforms for Gains Entertainment for more info. Now, I will go on to say that I understand how this can be very expensive and Cutting meals, cutting your guest count is one of the ways that planners or advice that you will receive. This is one of the very first ways that people will tell you to cut your wedding expenses. Hey, just cut the guest count, cut the meals you have to serve. And when a plate is $125 a person, I get it. If you cut out feeding your planner plus their assistant, a videography team of three, you might have a photography team of three, and a DJ. That right there is nine people. Nine times $125 a plate is over $1,100. However, I will repeat that when you do feed us, it's one less thing we have to worry about and we can dedicate more brain power to serving you. And it is always, always appreciated. Only sign the contract that has this clause in it if you are 100% comfortable with feeding your photographer. All right, the second clause that you should avoid 100% of the time. Do not sign any wedding photography agreement that has this clause in it. There are so many things that a photographer can do to ensure that their equipment does not fail on wedding days, but avoiding or escaping the blame by getting you to sign a contract that has an equipment failure clause in it is not one of the ways. Photographers can utilize multiple camera bodies. They can utilize, have backup equipment in their bag which includes even more camera bodies, backup flashes, backup cards, second shooters with backup bodies, backup flashes, backup memory cards. They can use cameras with multiple card slots and they can write raw photos 
to both of those card slots. Once they get home with your images, they can have sound, solid backup plans with multiple hard drives, both on and off location from where they are dumping their memory cards. Plus, they can utilize cloud services to back up your images. So your your wedding images should be in multiple locations once the photographer leaves your reception. I'm not even sure in what universe can we not hold someone responsible for negligence. Equipment failure, in my opinion, is a negligence that we as wedding photographers can prepare for to almost an exact degree. You know, you don't know if a photographer's camera has been dropped 97 times or if it only has one card slot, if they're not taking full advantage of today's technology. You don't know if their memory cards are 13 years old and haven't been replaced. You don't know if the hard drives that they are using have seen better days, are on the verge of being filled to capacity. You don't know if they are not utilizing cloud services to back up your images. The fact is, your wedding photographer should be covering their rear end every chance they get, just like you should be. So if your photographer presents you a contract that has an equipment failure clause in it, do not sign this contract. And the last clause I want to cover is a non-disparagement clause. This means that if someone does a really, really bad job on your wedding day, a non-disparagement clause would prevent you from leaving a bad review about them. And if someone does a really bad job, you should be able to leave a bad review, period. You have a right to let other potential clients know that if someone really screwed up your wedding day, like in a big way, couples who are shopping that photographer deserve to know the truth. I will go on to say that you shouldn't be leaving one-star ratings or reviews for things like a photographer who was five minutes late or couldn't remember your flower girl's name or talked too much. If this was the case, just call them or send them an email explaining how you think that they could improve their customer service. Don't lower their star rating by insignificant or trivial mishandlings of their customer service or small mishaps that happened on your wedding day. But if your wedding photographer grossly mishandled your wedding, like they lost your images or double booked your wedding day and had to send someone who you didn't even know to shoot your wedding or was a jerk to your wedding guests or fell asleep in the bridal suite or missed the delivery deadline by weeks, leave the review. But even before we get to this point, do not sign that contract. If they want to prevent you from leaving the review, if they grossly mishandle your wedding, do not sign the contract. All right, so in closing, and just to recap, be clear on the contract before you hire the photographer. Especially look for these three clauses, the required meals, the equipment failure, and the non-disparagement. 
And this should be a given, but never hire the photographer who doesn't offer the written contract at all. You need that written contract in place. All right, guys, there are other ways to find me. If you're interested in my wedding photography, you can look me up on the web at atagirlphoto.com. That is A-T-A girlphoto.com. You can find me on pretty much every social platform by searching for at a girl photo. If you want to look for the book, you can find me on Instagram at complete wedding ed. That is complete wedding ed or by going to my website at completeweddinged.com. If there is a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you would like me to answer on the podcast, shoot me an email at Tammy at atagirlphoto.com. That is T-A-M-M-Y at atagirlphoto.com. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a jaw-dropping day. Catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.